Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Michael Rosenberg, and I would like to introduce you to the Democratic primary candidates for Wisconsin State Assembly District 78, Mark Clear and Lisa Subek. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Each candidate will have three minutes to answer an initial question that serves as an opening statement. I will then ask questions that alternate as to which candidates will go first, start in alphabetical order, we'll flip back and forth, and those will be two minutes each. And then you will have time for a closing statement. One minute for a closing mm -hmm. statement. To begin, in three minutes for your opening, what is your professional, educational, and civic background that qualifies you for the State Assembly, and why are you running? We'll start with Mr. Clear. Thank you. So I'm Mark Clear. I'm a Madison native, born and raised here, and uh, never wanted to live anywhere else, really. Uh, I've been on the Madison City Council for seven years now, uh, in my fourth term, and I served uh, three of those years in leadership positions, was council president pro tem, and then council president for a year. So um, I've served on a number of committees, and uh, in my real-life day job, I'm the executive director of Accelerate Madison, which is an organization that promotes the technology sector in Madison. And I'm also a tech entrepreneur. I've uh, started a couple of companies, and uh, including one that uh, has been going since 1995. And so small business person and uh, part-time politician at this point. Um, and so the things that are really important to me, I think, uh, in this race are bringing down the level of rhetoric a little bit. Uh, we've seen over the past several years the amount of fighting and um, uh, uh, disagreements in the legislature that have really caused us to completely stop making progress in um, the Capitol. And so that's something I'm hoping to bring down a little bit and focus on results instead of rhetoric. Thank you, Ms. Subek. And if you'd like at any time you want me to repeat a question, let me know. Sure. Well, thank you to Michael and to the League of Women Voters for hosting us today. I really appreciate that opportunity. And thanks to everybody who's tuning in. I'm Lisa Subak, and I have been working my entire career to make a difference in the lives of women, children, and working families. Um, I began my career in early childhood education where I worked for the Head Start programs. And I worked with low-income children and families in our community, trying to get them off to a little better start and ensure that the kids were ready for school. I then worked for the YWCA, where I worked with homeless families and women and coordinated programs to help them find employment and find housing. In those roles, I found that I was often helping people to navigate systems, trying to, trying to tap into opportunities, and they had to navigate broken systems, and that really led to a desire to start working to change those systems. Um, I was elected to the City Council in 2011, and on the City Council, I have worked very hard to um, ensure that we strengthen our neighborhoods and to make Madison a better community for all of our residents. I'm particularly proud of the work that I've done on the southwest side of Madison to ensure that we have necessary community services in place for families who are struggling in our community and to help build a stronger community and bring people together. I'm very excited that we are on the verge of purchasing the long abandoned Griff's restaurant building um, to move forward with a community center. 
On the City Council, I've also worked for progressive policy. And one example is a law that I authored um, that ensures that the public has a right to know it's a campaign finance disclosure law, ensuring that the public has a right to know who is trying to influence our city elections and who is trying to influence their votes. In my day job, I'm the executive director at United Wisconsin, and in that role I work on state-level legislation and policy issues such as education, such as campaign finance reform, and voting rights. Um, I also, before that, I worked as the executive director at NARAL Pro-Choice Wisconsin, where I worked to pass our state's Healthy Youth Act, contraceptive equity, and prescription protection laws and fought to ensure that every woman has access to the full range of reproductive health care choices. Um, on August 12th, voters in our district will have a very distinct choice to make. Sometimes when candidates agree on a lot of things, folks say they are the same, but in this case there are some fundamental key differences. For example, um, my opponent worked to, or led the charge to privatize some of our city jobs, a move that I opposed. My opponent voted against guaranteed paid sick leave, an, an issue that I have championed. And finally, my opponent has worked, um, or my opponent supports a large subsidy for a multi-million dollar taxpayer subsidy for the developer of the Judge Doyle Square project, and I do not. Um, thank you again for having us here today, and I look forward to answering your questions. Thank you. And we'll now move on to the follow-up questions. You each have two minutes. As I said, if either of you want me to repeat when it becomes your turn, because we will alternate, we'll start with Ms. Subek. What do you believe is the most urgent issue for the legislature as a whole, and what ideas do you have to advance it in response? Thank you. Um, certainly, Michael, the issue that I've been hearing the most about from constituents when I'm out knocking at, on doors or out at events in the community is public education. People are very concerned about the state of our public schools and particularly whether they will have enough funding to provide the high quality of education that Wisconsin has so long valued. Um, as, as far as what to do about it, well, first off, we need to refigure our priorities. We need to make sure that we are investing in public education because we know that education is crucial to the economic and social success of our state. We also need to reverse the voucher program. We've seen a move toward privatizing our schools. We need to take the money that we're investing in unaccountable private schools and bring it back into our public schools to ensure that every child has access to a great education. Finally, I think that we, we need to look at how we, um, we need to look at what we do with our tax money. School revenues have been shrinking, and certainly we need to find new revenues for that. We need to work to get more and more of that under state, um, under state funding and less of it funded on the property tax rolls. Property taxes are an, inc an incredibly regressive tax. If we start to reform our income tax system to ensure that those at the top pay their fair share, to stop giving tax breaks to corporations, roll back those tax breaks, um, we could do a lot to help our public schools and to invest in education and our state's future. Thank you. So I certainly agree with Lisa about the importance of public education and about how wrong vouchers are. Um, but I think that we're not going to be able to fund education the way we should if we don't get our economy moving. Uh, Wisconsin has lagged behind our Midwest peers and the rest of the country in job creation and in building our economy, even as the country has come out of the recession. 
And so we need to do much more. The Republicans talk a lot about the economy and job creation, but they've actually done very little uh, in four years of Republican control to actually move the state forward economically. So I'm really interested in working on uh, tech entrepreneurship. It's something I've been involved with personally for many years, looking at building new companies in Wisconsin that come out of great ideas and great creative people from the University of Wisconsin and it's all of its campuses throughout the state, and uh, start new companies and um, grow and build those companies here. The reason that the state needs to be involved is in the funding problem. So early stage companies need to get funding in order to um, start moving on their business plan. And that's been a huge challenge for companies starting in Wisconsin. And that's something the state can play an important role in terms of investor tax credits and in terms of direct investment. We created a small $25 million fund in the last budget cycle, and we need to do much more to help uh, entrepreneurship move forward in Wisconsin. Thank you. We'll move on to the next question, and we'll start with you now this time is clear. What is another issue which is particularly important for your district, and what ideas do you have to advance it? I think one of the things that's really important to the district is letting Madison make decisions for Madison. And that means that all of the actions of the legislature over the past several years to take away local control on things like decisions about collective bargaining, on things like landlord and tenant protections, things like the siting of cell towers, for gosh sakes. You know, the city of Madison can no longer control where companies put their cell phone towers. That seems like a thing that that would be an obvious uh, part of zoning, but the legislature has taken that away. And so what I hear often is that that those decisions should be made locally. They should be made by people who represent Madison and not by the state legislature. Thank you. Ms. Subek? Sure. Another issue that I certainly hear much from my constituents about and care passionately about myself is women's health care. Folks are talking a lot about access to health care these days, and certainly we've seen some improvements and some declines when it comes to broad access to health care. We've seen improvements with the Affordable Care Act, but we've seen declines in our state when Governor Walker turned away the Medicaid money that would have opened the door to Medicaid and expanded coverage for additional folks here in our state. But people are also concerned about the rollbacks in women's health care. We see Republicans in the state legislature pulling every trick in the book and none some to try to limit access to birth control and limit access to abortion care. Um, Folks in the district and statewide want somebody who can go to the legislature fight for these issues, somebody who has the knowledge and the experience passing good, strong quality um, policy around women's health care and ensure that every woman continues to have access to the full range of reproductive health care choices, whether that's preventing unintended pregnancy, bearing healthy children, um, or choosing safe and legal abortion. And that is something that I will work for and fight for in the state legislature. Thank you. And the next question will start with you. If either of you are elected, you're likely to enter the Wisconsin Assembly in the minority. Maybe not, but likely. What do you believe are going to be the best methods to be effective in a minority status? Sure. So first off, I think that is a fair prediction. Um, you know, I've found that when I am in a situation where I'm working with, pe- with people, many of whom do not agree with me, that one of the best things that we can do is to try to find some common ground, to try to find the areas in which we agree, because that gives you something from which to build. 
Um, I will go to bat and fight for our core values. And I recognize that there are spots where that will cause great disagreement. But I will also look for areas where we can work together. And I think we saw it in our most recent legislative session. We saw representatives like Melissa Sargent and Chris Taylor from here in Madison um, reaching out and working with, with Republicans on an internet privacy bill, on a bill um, regarding how we investigate police shooting incidents where there was common ground. So I would, I would model their approach and look for that common ground. I think a great example of that um, that I found in my advocacy work in the state capitol revolves around online voter registration. I, do a lot, I spend a lot of time voting, fighting for voting rights and fighting some bad bills that make it harder for people to vote. But we have found that there's some Republican interest in online voter registration. And we were able to work together to get at least an initial informational hearing on it in the last legislative session. And I'm confident that I could reach out and work with Republicans who have an interest in a system that saves us money and is secure and helps people access, um, access voter registration more efficiently and be able to get that bill passed within the next legislative session. Thank you. So legislating is a team sport, and I think that's the way to look at it. Uh, one of the things that I learned in three years of council leadership was how to work with people that I may not agree with often or even at all, and how to build coalitions to get things done to move our city forward, and I'm looking forward to doing the same thing on the state level. The thing about it is building relationships, building relationships with other people that you may not agree with on issues, but that you can always find some commonalities with. And I think that among all of the legislature, there are core Wisconsin values that we all share. And there are things like supporting our economy, like having great education, like having tremendous natural resources and uh, the kind of, of open spaces and uh, pristine places that, that we have in Wisconsin. Those are core Wisconsin values. They're not Democratic or Republican. And so those are the kinds of things that we can work on together. And I look forward to working with Governor Burke being a strong advocate for her agenda in the legislature. Thank you. And if I haven't lost track, we now start mm -hmm. with you, Mr. Clear. Yep. If you are elected, of which committees do you believe it is most important for you to try to become a member? That's an interesting question because I think that the most important work in the legislature happens at the committee level. And um, it's, I think, common belief that some committees are more important than others. But um, as I've testified at, at some of the committees, I've found that, that um, you can pretty much pick any different committee and they can be equally important. They deal with things like natural resources. They deal with things like you know, local regulations, things like tourism and other business industries. And um, those are the kinds of committees that I think are, are equally important to all the others. Committees on government operations, you know, good government and, and making sure that our government is open and transparent is a very important issue for me. So um, I think being a freshman in the minority, it's not likely that either one of us will have much choice um, on what committees we get assigned to. But um, as I look at the breadth of committees that I've worked on in the city, things like parks, things like city county liaison, uh, the Greater Madison Convention and Visitors Bureau Board, there's a wide variety there, and uh, I think that, that my interests come in lots of different flavors, and I look forward to working on lots of different issues. 
Ms. Hubeck? Yes, thank you. Um, I, I, I'm certain there are some committees where I could lend a certain expertise. For example, some of the health committees. My work in the women's health arena might bring a certain level of expertise there, or the Committee on Campaigns and Elections, where I've done a significant body of work around voting rights and campaign finance reform. That said, one of the things that I've learned serving on the City Council is that you often are assigned to a committee that isn't your area of expertise or isn't the area that you're most interested in. And sometimes I've found that that can be one of the most important or most interesting assignments. Oftentimes those committees serve as a learning experience and I think everybody comes to the legislature with certain areas that they've worked in in the past that maybe, you know, my level of expert, my, my area of expertise or someone else's area of expertise, but in the end, we are all involved and engaged in making decisions on a broad um, spectrum of public policy issues. So the opportunity to serve on committees that may not be in the areas that I know the most about can also be an exciting opportunity. So I would be very open to serving on some of those committees as well. Thank you. We'll start the next question with you. But we both want joint finance. Of course. <laughs> What one or two personal qualities do you believe you will bring to this position that will assist you in being the most effective person to represent the 78th district in the Wisconsin Assembly? Sure, thank you. So I think first off, um, I am a tireless advocate. I will work and work and work. I have an incredible um, work ethic. Um, particularly when it comes to issues that I'm passionate about. And I think that's something that my constituents are looking for. I think it's something that my constituents in my city council district have really appreciated, that I don't let go, I don't drop the ball, I keep fighting until we get the results that we want, need, and deserve. Um, I also think that another quality that I bring is that I can be a very good listener, that I can hear what folks are saying, I can listen to their feedback, and I can adjust course when it's appropriate. And I think those are a couple of qualities that really help to make someone a good legislator and things that have really helped me as I've worked both in my jobs, in my day job, as well as on the city council. Thank you. Mr. Clear? So uh, my opponent has used the word fighting about eight or nine times now. And what I hear from people is they're tired of the fighting and they're ready for us to make progress in the state legislature. It doesn't mean you compromise your values, but I think it's about building those relationships and making sure that you can count on people on the other side sometimes when you need them and can find ways to work together. So I think that's what I've done uh, in seven years on the council. Built a lot of coalitions with um, unexpected groups of people not the people that, that I might necessarily always agree with. And uh, that's a skill that I hope to bring to the legislature. Thank you. What do you believe are the most effective ways to be a bridge between the county and local municipalities which cover your district and the legislature and Wisconsin state government? Well, that's a really good question because I think it goes to one of the core things that state government needs to do is listen to local governments. And uh, I look forward to continuing the kinds of relationships that I've built with my counterparts on the uh, county board, with the neighboring communities. My Aldermanic District borders both Village of Shorewood Hills and the City of Middleton. And uh, I'm proud of the work that we've done together. I think that um, regional styles of governing are really the wave of the future and uh, we're going to be doing more and more of that kind of collaboration. 
And so it's important for state government to really build those relationships with cities and counties. And I look forward to continuing that and uh, working with them and listening carefully to their needs as uh, I serve in the legislature. Thank you. Can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. Not a problem. Got a little box there. What do you believe are the most effective ways to be a bridge between the county and local municipalities which cover your district and the legislature in Wisconsin state government? Thank you. Um, I believe it's important to build relationships with local elected officials. I believe that's something that I've done on the city council, and I can carry those relationships forth with me. And of course, as new folks get elected, um, continue to build those. I do think collaboration is absolutely crucial to everything we do. Um, here in Madison, we often get the short end of the stick from state government, especially in the last few years. And we need to be bridging the gap, building, building relationships, and representing the people of our communities and representing the needs of the community at large when, we go to the state when I go to the state legislature. Thank you. And now it's time for closing statements. We'll start this time with Ms. Subek for your closing statement. Thank you. Um, the voters of the 78th Assembly District will have a very well-defined choice to make on August 12th. I want to go to the state legislature to fight for our public schools, for, our, for access to health care, for working families, and for the people of our district. Um, I will be a progressive voice in the legislature, which is what voters tell me that they're looking for, and certainly I am the more progressive candidate in this race. Again, thank you to the League of Women Voters for hosting us here today. I really appreciate it. And thank you to everybody who's tuning in. I hope to earn your support on August 12th. Thank you. Mr. Clear. Thank you. So I think what you've heard today is a lot of the similarities between the two of us on issues and also some of the differences in terms of style and in terms of credibility. I think what people are looking for in uh, their representative is First of all, someone who shares their values, and I believe that I do share the values of the 78th District. Um, secondly, they're looking, I think, for people who will work for them and not for themselves, work for the people, and I think that's a really important part of representative government. And third, I think they're looking for somebody who can actually get things done, who's longer on, on progress than on rhetoric, and um, really gets down to, to issues and does the work. I think I've proven that in seven years on the city council with some of the things that I've gotten accomplished during that time. And I'm looking forward to doing that as your state representative. So I'm asking for your support on August 12th. Thank you. Unfortunately, we are out of time. I want to thank both of the candidates for joining us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. I would like to remind everyone that primary election day is Tuesday, August 12th. Please vote. If you would like more information about voting procedures or obtaining a copy of the League, League's Candidates Answers publication, call the League office at 232-9447 or visit our website at lwvdanecounty.org. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Good luck to both of you. Thank, thank you.
Thank you.